and welcome back to another episode. Oh my god. Guys, how is it going? I am fantastic. I hope all of you are doing well. Positive vibes only, except when we talk about Pinkle and the NC Courage. Am I right? You know how it goes on here. I have to repeat myself because sometimes new people just listen to the most recent episode. But what we do in the beginning of my podcast is we play the ad read. So I'm your host, Gianna Belcastro. Welcome to the Women's Sports Matters Podcast. And let's get the ad read out of the way, shall we? Hey everyone, it's Gianna Belcastro from the Women's Sports Matter Podcast. And today I'm going to be discussing the sponsor of this show, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I am really excited to talk about um, today's topic um, for the Women's Sports Matters podcast. It's another soccer episode, I know. We've had a lot of WNBA episodes in the beginning, and now it's more towards um, the NWSL and women's soccer in general. We are talking about the Women's World Cup. Yes, for 20-something minutes, me talking about the Women's World Cup and how much I love it. Um, as of today, as I am recording this episode, it is June 25th, which is the day that Australia and New Zealand have secured the bid as one for the FIFA Women's World Cup in 2023. You heard me correctly. Soccer or football, whatever you want to call it, is going down under for the World Cup. I'm super stoked, actually, when I found out. I I was really hoping that they would get it mostly because I've always wanted to travel, like, to that area. I think if I had to pick a country to go, it would be New Zealand. I don't know, I'm kind of scared of Australia and the spiders and whatnot, um, mostly just because of spiders, because I don't like them. Yeah. I don't know if that's the same. You can let me know. Uh, but I am just super stoked. I think... If my college can find a way somehow, if I could have an internship or a job during the World Cup somehow. Like, I really want to do that. I just, I'm really excited that it's going there. And, I mean, we can talk about Colombia a little bit later. I know, I don't think that would have really worked out necessarily. But sooner or later, South America will get the World Cup for the women. I don't think it's the right time, though. But the reason I'm talking about this today and I'm giving it its own separate podcast is because the World Cup has has done a lot for these athletes. I mean, take a look at what 
uh, happened in France in 2019. The U.S. Women's National Team won the World Cup. We had Netherlands in second place, which is phenomenal. No one saw that coming in. The way that they played, it really opened my eyes to how good that team actually is. Honestly, it could have been deadlocked the whole time, and I just I wouldn't know who to root for. I I literally want a Netherlands jersey now. Um, I'm collecting jerseys from the World Cup. That's definitely one on my list. I have the U.S. Women's National Team jersey, um, France's white jersey, Australia's yellow and green jersey, and who knows? I really want to get the Netherlands one next. Um. And just referring back to the As One um, launch for New Zealand and Australia, I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, this is the perfect place to put the World Cup in. We have the W League that is thriving in Australia, um, which had a really awesome um, playoff series this past year. It was really interesting to read about on Twitter and to keep up with what was happening within that league. And, I mean, I don't really know much about football in New Zealand. I don't know if they have a league or not. Um, Sorry to all the Kiwis out there. Question, do y'all like being called Kiwis? I just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know why New Zealanders are called Kiwis. It's just a little funny to me. I mean, Americans can be called a lot of things. I don't want to hear it, to be honest. Um, I'm good with the nicknames. You can just call me my name. Um, I don't need a nickname. I really am not. I'm not a fan of nicknames. <laughs> I'm getting off topic. The World Cup. If you are a soccer fan and you like following the World Cup, obviously following women's national teams from countries that participate in the Cup um, is a great source to stay in touch to what they're doing and follow the players on the teams so you know what they're doing in their respective leagues. I started following a lot of folks on Twitter afterwards um, after the World Cup happened. I was just so invested into what they were actually doing because I had no idea that these other teams and leagues existed in the world. I just only learned about the NWSL. Um, and it was it was weird to be like, oh, there's a league in England. There's women's teams in Germany and Spain and Italy. Um, and Australia. Obviously, there's more. Um, but I don't know that. If I knew that, I would be enlisting them. But this is how in the dark we are about international athletes. Do they really play on a team, or do they just come up for the uh, World Cup? And I think, again, that that's... What we need to talk about from um, my previous episode is representation within women's sports. Like, sports media can do better. Um, it takes a, a lot of energy and effort for the men's teams to tweet about the women's teams. Um, 
but the women's teams wholeheartedly retweet and comment and um, retweet, what is it? Like the other retweet option? And then they say something, I don't know, I'm not good at Twitter, I'm not good at social media. Um, but they're more active with the men than the men are with the women. Again, this is me going off topic because we're talking about the World Cup. But the point I'm trying to make is we need support from both sides in order to um, get more attention towards these teams. Because I had no idea, again, like I said before, that these players from like the Netherlands national team, Australia women's national team, um... Brazil's national team, Spain, Canada. I had no idea where these players even came from. I had no idea these players even existed or that these countries had teams. Uh, It was just, it was a whole new perspective. And this happened, again, during the World Cup. I watched the U.S. women's national soccer team for quite a while, maybe a few years remember the last World Cup. I think that's when I started watching. So it was that 2015. And I didn't even know where these players went after that. I had no idea. Looking back now, I don't think they even talked about where these players actually played. And I think they didn't want to educate folks. (laughs) I'm not sure that's what they're trying to do, but that's what it feels like, honestly. Um, but now, as when we talk about um, this past World Cup, more, um, especially with the women's, uh, U.S. women's national team, they talked about where these players were from, uh, what teams they were on. I found out quickly who the Red Stars players were, and I'm like, yes, Red Stars representation, of course. So, my sister is yelling upstairs. I I wish she would stop talking now. I lost my train of thought. When I found out there were Red Stars players, I immediately lit up because I was like, wait, NWSL. Chicago Red Stars. It's all coming together now. And I educated myself. And within educating myself, I educated others. And others educated me on the league in America. The NWSL returning June 27th on CBS. Challenge Cup. By the time this episode is out, that date will be passed. But still, just watch the games. (laughs) I'm glad that I was able to educate myself, educate others, and for others to educate me. Or else I would still be stuck watching men's soccer. And don't get me wrong, I I am a full-on Chelsea fan. I love Borussia Dortmund. I watch the Chicago Fire. Um... They're all amazing teams to watch. Mm, Chicago Fire. Mm. But I mean, I watch those teams. I'm educated on that enough. 
And I think for them not to promote the teams that are by them, or if they have a women's team, is sad. If you remember, now that um, Chicago Fire FC play at Soldier Field, that means Bridgeview, in Bridgeview, where SeatGeek Stadium is, is now the official home of the Chicago Red Stars and the Chicago Red Stars only. When the Red Stars played, when the Red Stars played games last year and in years past, you want to know what was hanging up in that stadium. It was all Chicago Fire stuff. The logos were everywhere. There was no recognition of the Chicago Red Stars unless you were looking at the screens. You know how sad that is? You're sharing a stadium where fans come out to both teams to watch them play. And yet, lack of representation within your own stadium. Now, I hope that obviously SeatGeek Stadium gets renovated and gets decorated um, because the, the fire have moved out. And again, I know I'm going off topic here. I'll go back to the World Cup in a second. But it's kind of sad when you're a player playing in your home stadium and you're not seeing anything related to what is on the uniform that you are wearing. Now that's enough of that tangent going back to the World Cup. Colombia really wanted the um, ability to host the World Cup. And I read on Twitter, of course, where I get my news, um, soccer news, is that the person or the people in charge of UEFA said that the Women's World Cup was a de- developmental tournament and that's why Colombia should host it. We have the world's best women's soccer players playing in this tournament. We've got Alex Morgan, Marta, um, Christine Sinclair, you know, Sam Kerr. Like, Megan Rapinoe, I can go on and on. I could list every single U.S. Women's National Team player. Um, I mean, is it that hard to recognize that there's such star power within this World Cup? And especially coming up, like the Olympics, for example, the teams that made it, whew. There is so many amazing players. I could go on and on. The the thing is, I don't think it's fair to say that. It's not developmental. That's what the U.S. uh, men's national soccer team is. They're a developmental team because they can't even qualify for a World Cup. Although I do believe that they're making a bid with Mexico and Canada to host the 2026 World Cup. Um, if they get it, congrats. Actually, I have no idea if research time, when I finally bring my computer instead of going on my phone. Yeah, so you're going to hear clicking noises um, because I'm on my laptop. Did they secure... What? 
they beat Morocco. Okay, so it is confirmed. 16 host cities, 80 matches, 48 teams, and the host is Canada, Mexico, and the United States. Fun. Why are those, why are the men's decided far in advance versus the women's? Why? I don't get it. I don't get anything anymore, honestly. I'm just so confused. Honestly, I'm kind of glad Morocco isn't having the World Cup. I think it will be very interesting for Canada, Mexico, and the United States to all um, have this opportunity to share um, and to have the World Cup in North America. Very interesting. Will I be going to a game or two? Maybe I'll even work for a team or something at this point. I don't even know. I'm just dreaming, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary folks. I'm just dreaming. Maybe it is a developmental uh, tournament. That's why they can't decide the host, like, the Men's World Cup. But what do I know? I'm just an 18-year-old that talks about sports on a podcast. Now I sound like an old lady. Honestly, I don't know how some of you listen to my podcast at this point. It's just me complaining about everything and how everything is unfair. Yep. But going back to... I can't even take myself seriously at this point. Going back to what I was talking about. I'm very excited for what Australia and New Zealand are going to do for this um, World Cup. I am so happy. Again, when I saw the announcement, whenever they said that they were making a bid, I was so excited. I was like, yes, this is exactly what we need. We're going from France to down under. And I'm, I'm just so stoked. Honestly. They're going to have some wacky times, though, for these games. Um, have fun planning that, whoever does that. Honestly, whoever does that, have fun. Um, gonna piss a lot of people off, staying up till waking up at 5 a.m. just to watch a game. I honestly have no idea how these time zones work or, um, how far ahead or how, how far behind we are in America versus, uh, Australia. I mean, I'm in central time, so I, I have no idea. Um, but most games are at night, right? So, I don't know how that works. Again, computer time. Let's just look up a city. I wonder, uh, we'll do Sydney. So currently it is 4.03 p.m. in Chicago and it is 7.03 a.m. in Sydney, Australia. Okay. So they are 16 hours ahead. So that, that's going to be wacky times. If it was in Colombia, that would be a different story with all the time differences. Um, but international soccer fans, 
Your sleep schedule will be messed up in 2023 when Australia and New Zealand host the Women's World Cup. I'm going to predict the winners of the World Cup right now. I'm saying it's going to be America, and I'm sorry if you are in another country right now listening to my podcast. First of all, it's so cool that I have international listeners for my podcast. That is amazing. Thank you so much for listening. I'm glad that I have reached such a broad international audience. Thank you for listening to my annoying voice for the past several episodes. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, But yes, America is going to win. And who are they, they going to play in the final? Australia. Okay. It's going to be a two. No. I'm going to say penalty kicks. America takes it. Five to three. You heard it here, folks, on the Women's Sports Matters podcast. Hosted by me, Gianna Belcastro. America winning five three penalties versus Australia in the Women's World Cup in a few years. I think that is all I will say about the World Cup, even though I know I didn't speak about the World Cup the whole time. You never know what kind of tangents I'm going to go on, okay? Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Women's Sports Matters podcast. Again, I'm your host, Giannabal Castro. Thank you for spending some part of your day to listen to me talk about the World Cup. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it is at WSM Podcast. I'll say it again for you guys, at WSM Podcast. As of right now, we are 11 followers strong. So please give me a follow on Twitter. If you have a question or you want me to interview someone for my podcast, or you just want to say anything at all, use the hashtag WSMPodcast. I look at those daily. There's nothing there. I am saying this because I want more things to talk about, and I'm not very creative, even though I'm, you're probably thinking that I really am, and thank you so much for the compliment. But I'm not as creative as you think I am. <laughs> so please... Who do you want me to interview? Thank you so much. I have a YouTube channel. If you're listening on YouTube.com, thank you so much. Um, I have more views for my podcast on YouTube than on um, actual podcast apps, so I'm very appreciative of that. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's the name of the podcast. Link in the description. Or, no. I'm lazy. Just look up the name of my podcast. It's not that hard, guys. It's super duper easy. Okay? It's a beautiful day to arrest the cops that killed Brianna Taylor. Okay? I'm putting this podcast out two weeks from now. Um, because I have another podcast pre-recorded, and it's the sports... Uh, representation the media one you know you listen to that probably before you listen to this one but um i'm probably gonna say that they probably aren't arrested by the time this is released and that's really sad 
please sign petitions. Please donate. Just call the mayor. Call the station. Just call. Find a way to get these people that have been brutally murdered by police officers and redneck conservatives in jail. Tamir Rice, his birthday is today. He should still be alive. So many injustices in American society. The whole world is watching. America. You guys need to do better. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Again, like I said many times, many, many times, I am your host, Gianna Belcastro. Still wear your mask. Wash your hands. Social distance. Okay? Coronavirus is real. We flatten the curve, and then states reopen too quickly. Do your part. Thanks for listening. Have a nice day. And that's all, folks.